Hello, hello, hello. My name is Courtney Turner, and you are listening to Bluegrass Community Foundation's Do Good Radio Hour. Today's guest is one of the most beautiful people I've ever met, both inside and out. When we met, not kidding, three seconds before this interview started, we hit it off in like her just bright spirit and love of newness and adventure is absolutely contagious. She is the marketing and events director of the beloved Greyline Station, and she joins us today to talk about the future of the space and what we can look forward to in the coming months and 2024. Here is Catherine Brzezinski. Thanks. It is bananas crazy in Greyline Station today. <laughs> I walked in and there's like the massive Christmas ornaments that are going up. Oh, yes. I'm guessing that's what that is. Our giant silver balls. Yes. yes. There's a lot of them. Um, they and are there's everywhere. More to come. I yeah. walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, it's about to get real magical in here. <laughs> it was, those were kind of like um, if you've ever bought a mattress online and it comes in a really tiny box <gasps> and you're like, that can't be my mattress, and then it poof explodes. Those things came. There's like twelve giant balls, and they came in like the tiniest box ever. Are they are they squishy? No, they are like inflatable. <gasps> so they came with a pump too, but then they just like tripled in size, and it, we were like lost. In That's them. a great was, day. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, <laughs> before we get into like the meat of everything, I want to give you a little bit of background on me and Grayline Station because that matters. Okay. Yes. Um, I moved to Lexington in like 2021, something like that. Um, And in all of the places that I've lived, I've kind of like hopped around a little bit. I've always tried to find a place that makes the town that I'm in feel like home. So like when I was in New York City, it was always Washington Square Park. Like there were people around. There was like things that were so inspiring and made me feel more creative and made me feel like it was a community hub. And then when I came to Lexington, Greyline Station like became that place for me because there's always people here. There's people writing, there's music playing, there's like small businesses. Um, so I'm just like in love with this place. This is the uh-huh. first place that I bring anybody when they like come and visit me for the first time. Um, so I kind of want to hear 
your story. How did you like find this place? How did you find your place here? Um, how did that go for you? Um, well, it's really interesting that you say that because I kind of had a similar experience mm. with Grayline. Um, so I have bounced around a little bit. I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio. I went to school in, I did my undergrad in Chicago, and then I moved to Greece for a little bit during the COVID oh years. Oh my God. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do during COVID? I'll move to Greece and get my master's degree there. Beautiful. Um, kind of very impulsive. Um, but I was always kind of the same way of like, I've really loved the idea of like third spaces mm-hmm. and... I've always considered myself to be kind of an introverted extrovert and that I'm pretty introverted, but I like to be alone in spaces with other people around. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I don't like to, like, I like to be alone, but I don't like to just be by myself at home. Like solitary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I moved to Lexington about a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. now. And. I was kind of just like really struggling to find any sort of community. When I first moved here, I moved here and I was working a different job. I was working kind of like a standard marketing job where I worked in an office Mm. and I sat at my desk in the middle of Georgetown all day, every Mm -hmm. day, did not speak to anyone. And I was pretty miserable and just kind of like looking for places to go and I remember seeing an Instagram post for like a Grayline station block party and I started coming out to Grayline and I really enjoyed the atmosphere here I would come bring on the weekends like read in North Lime coffee and donuts um, go to some of the events do some shopping here Um, and then I remember last fall I saw an Instagram post on Grayline Station that they were hiring for a new marketing and events director and I knew I wasn't happy in my current job that I was in but I also wasn't really actively searching for other positions it was just like one of those passive yeah like of course I'll shop around right and but then I saw the post on Grayline and I remember I called my dad right away and I was (laughs) like um this place that I really have loved going in Lexington says they're hiring and it's exactly what I do so and he was like yeah you might as well submit your application and I remember I applied and they gave me a call later that day and like later that week I was in here interviewing and started I think the next week oh my gosh all history from there everything happened so fast now let me ask does it kind of feel like you're working at Disney like (laughs) do you know what I mean like it kind of takes the magic out of it now that you're working in a place that you love um well, sometimes it does feel like this, especially like this week with like all of like <laughs> the, the Christmas madness yes. a little bit. Yeah, it definitely does kind of feel like that. And I said like we started buying and like planning for Christmas decorations like two or three months ago. And I was like, it's going to turn me into a Christmas Scrooge because oh, like, yes. uh-huh. in, yeah, like months before Christmas, I'm stressing about Christmas <laughs> when it gets here. I'm just going to be like, can't wait for it to be over. Yeah, I'm done <laughs> yeah. now. The best. Um, but it's still fun. It's really nice. Everything like it's like different all the time every day is different you never know what you're gonna kind of walk into and I think right. the nice thing about Grey Line is that like we have like our block parties that we host monthly here and some of our like standard events but also I think a really neat feature of Grey Line is all the different community events we're able to host for other mm. people mm-hmm. and so like all the time like just last night got a uh, call from like someone who works with Civic Lex asking it to host an event here so I think kind of the beauty is like 
you never know what the space can transform to to host different things or mm. someone's holding a fashion show here soon and it's like okay we haven't done that before maybe but we'll make it work yeah, we'll, we'll find a way yeah now can you tell me a little bit about the history of this building because it is kind of like a it, it's been a hub in Lexington for a very long time so what has that looked like in the past yes so the building itself uh was built in 1928 and it was for the Greyhound bus lines it was a big um, service station and the company's uh, headquarters at one point and it was just kind of like a big maintenance station mm. um, wash the buses here mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff um, and then by the 1960s it basically just sat vacant for mm. a very long time it was placed on the National Register of Historic Places in 2014 kind of as like a hope that it wouldn't be torn down, torn down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then in uh, 2018, Grayline was bought, and they started kind of like the de- or not demolition, but restoration mm. of the building and transforming it into um, kind of what it is today. And it's still it's still crazy to think like that process only started in 2018. So right. Grayline is so young and has so much potential of where the building can still go. And I think that we're still, you know, it's it's trial and error. I think right. all of us, like, on the Gray Line team, we've never done this before. We're figuring it out <laughs> as we go. And, like, we're just kind of, like, hoping all of Lexington is all along for us with that ride of figuring it out and the trial and error process to see what works and what's best for the space. But that makes it fun as well. It, yes. it goes back to like, you never really know what you're walking into because every day you're just kind of like, we'll try it. Right. I don't know. It yeah. could be awful, but it also could be really cool. Exactly. So yeah. You you never know what's going to work. And, you know, I feel like everything has been such a learning experience. Yeah. So tell me a little bit of, I don't want to call it a renaissance because things are like changing all the time, but there are some big changes coming to Greyline Station. Can you talk a little bit about what we can look forward to? Yes, of course. Um, so our biggest or our like big thing that we have upcoming is that um, the middle section of the building where you used to see a bunch of kiosks was previously... Um, occupied by the Julieta Market that was a tenant of Great Line Station. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of October, the Julieta Market uh, chose not to renew their lease at Great Line Station. Um, we are just kind of going separate ways, best for everybody. Sure. Um, so we have decided that we were like, okay, we want to do a whole new reconstruction of the building. Um, we're going to bring in a bunch of new food vendors, new retail, Mm. entertainment components, a stage, maybe just a lot of different construction in the building. But we didn't feel that it was, we still have our exterior tenants here, North Lime Coffee and Donuts, Vintage Therapy, Nourish Folks, Social Vegan, Old North Bar, Wing King, all of those are still open. And we didn't really feel it was fair to put the building under a massive construction project. Right. In the middle of November and December, which are like the biggest months (laughs) for retail and food. So we thought, okay, let's not put the whole building under construction in November and December. What can we do? Um, And when I started at Grayline a little over a year ago, my like 
passion project, I kept saying I wanted to put an ice rink in here. So fun. I was like, let's put an ice rink in here. And everybody kept kind of laughing at me. And rightfully so. It's a pretty out there idea. Um, But when we started kind of thinking, okay, we're going to have this big open space. What can we do with the big open space again in November and December? I started to really push the ice rink again. Yes. Um, And kept pushing, kept pushing, and kept pushing. And here we are now, as we speak, the ice rink is being installed. And it's loud. And it's loud. It's a little <laughs> loud right now. But um, we are, it's gonna, our, it's called our Winterfest. So we are doing a big Winterfest bonanza, basically, from our ice rink will open on November 25th. And it will go through the end of December. We have all our open skate times listed on our website, and people can rent skates here. You don't need to reserve a time ahead of time. You just show up, come to the skate rental booth, and um, can rent skates here and skate. And we'll have a bunch of different events throughout the season, too. Um, Every Sunday, starting on November 26th, we're doing a Sunday winter market. (gasps) So it's going to be great Christmas shopping Mm. and just, like, fun with the family because you can come we've got like 30 to 40 different pop-up vendors for each sunday market they're going to go from 12 to 4 p.m you can come out with your family get a hot chocolate get a drink at old north bar get some lunch also do some ice skating and do some holiday shopping so i think those will be a lot of fun uh december 2nd we're doing a beer festival we've got yeah we've got 20 different breweries coming a bunch of them are like premiering their holiday releases there we're gonna have you know the big german style pretzels the pretzels doing all the things um so it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a whirlwind i think december is gonna we're gonna blink and it's gonna be on yes um but just a lot of different fun things coming up in the next few weeks here i mean the fact that we are i mean we are weeks away from december is like making my hand sweat just thinking about it oh me too every day the calendar like i'm (laughs) just like like, "Ah." creeping down yeah it's like lingering yeah well let me ask since the skating rink was kind of like your mind baby yes what would be the dream for you in the future like what what do you envision if like budget wasn't a thing <laughs> if time wasn't a thing what would you do to Greyline Station to make it like your dream space um I think that we envision we think that the ice rink is a really neat feature um and that it's a really great promotion to bring around yeah. hopefully for every holiday season so we'd love to run it you know next year do the same kind of yep. winter fest have the ice rink pop up again but um, for just regular times, non-holiday times, mm-hmm. come 2024, we're going to really start uh, – we're working with a consultant out of Atlanta to oh, help cool. us kind of reimagine the space and re-envision what Greyline can be and kind of help us um, look at the Lexington community at large and see where the gaps are and what's missing here and what we can kind of um, fill that space with. Mm. Um, and I think that – Our hope is and our goal is to create somewhere that is just a blend of everything. So we hope to bring in some more food vendors and some more retail spaces and also keep kind of an open common area event flex space almost Mm, because I think that one of the really great features of Greyline is it can serve as a resource to the community to come in and kind of like 
have a family-friendly space to um, hang out with, to be able to program events right. with, um, hang out with your family in. We hope to bring in some sort of, uh, like, indoor I don't want to say I don't want to use the word playground, but at the same time, like right. play area yes. for yeah. kids. That way, um, if the really nice thing about Greyland is it's indoors, so right. if the weather's not great, you can still come on over here and make a whole afternoon or evening of it. So somewhere where like parents can grab a drink or grab dinner, and their kids can go off mm. and play in a little indoor treehouse or something, and they oh, don't have to worry so about cool. it. Yes. So no, if there is one thing that you want people to know about Grayline, mm-hmm. what would that be? I think that it would be that the process of restoring this building started in 2018. And the vision for it has always been to be kind of a modern, vibrant public marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I think that 2018 is not that long ago. No. Um, Grayline is very young, and I think that we have learned a lot in the past few years. Mm -hmm. But I think the one thing that we'd want people to know is that we are still here and still committed to seeing that vision through. And we have kind of gone through some trial and error in the past few years, but we have not given up on kind of that Mm -hmm. vision and we still want to make that happen and are still committed to making that happen. And we're really excited to have the opportunity to kind of undergo this construction process in 2024 and kind of have like a grand reopening after that. And that we hope that people will kind of stick with us through that mm. and give it a chance and come on out to our Winterfest activities, see what we have going on in the winter and join us back in 2024 too. And also know that throughout all of this, um, you know, our storefront tenants are open in here and doing a lot. Old North bars, uh, doing brunch now. So you oh. can go visit them for brunch. Yeah. Um, Northlime Coffee and Donuts open, Vintage Therapy, always awesome stuff going on there. So just that people know that all those storefront tenants are still open, operating as usual, and would love to have everybody come on in. You know, it's so crazy, especially for, like, transplants like you and I. Yes. Because (laughs) I showed up and Grayland was here and, like, thriving. So I can't imagine, like, 2018. Yeah. That was no time. I know. Yeah. It was, yes. And, like, I think that we, a lot of times, we draw inspiration from markets like Finley Market and um, just, like, all of these different, the North Market and all these different markets that we're really inspired by. Yeah. And sometimes we get so carried away with, like, oh, wow, it would be so cool to be like them. And that is awesome and great in the goal and long term but we look at these markets and they have been open some of them hundreds Hundreds of years years. yes so it's like it's a long process right and we're here to endure that process but it doesn't happen overnight i love it Uh, so excited for you guys okay we are going to move into segment two which is what i like to call bgcf fast facts okay which is where i'm going to give you a question and without thinking about it too much you're going to give me the first answer that pops up are you ready yes i think so what are you reading right now i am okay i'm listening to an audiobook does that count yeah for sure um it's called bear town okay it's on my it's on my Libby app. I haven't yes. gotten it yet. Yeah, I love it. 
Um, I it's like about a hockey town, and I come from a hockey family, so sure. I'm kind of like super into it for that reason. Uh-huh. Um, but very good. I just the last book I finished was Midnight Library, and I loved that. And it took me a while to like kind of like get over the fact that I finished that. Yeah. But now I've moved on. <laughs> it is one of my favorite books, Midnight Library. Yes. Like I found it right in the perfect spot where I needed a story like that. Yes. It was magical. It's, like, one of the only books I've gone through, like, after finishing, like, such a slump with reading where I was, like, well, I don't even want to read anything else now because nothing else is going to be yes, as good. Yes, <laughs> I feel so fulfilled now. Yeah. Oh, so good. What are you watching right now? I am – I'm rewatching New Girl. Oh, ah, It's, like, yes. my comfort show. Uh-huh. So I've been watching a lot of New Girl and Gilmore Girls. I feel like Gilmore Girls is, like, a good fall show. I have never watched Gilmore Girls until this year. Okay. Do you like it? Obsessed. Yes. Yeah. It's great. I'm now on season two. First of all, it's like so much content. Yes. It's not like an easy breezy, you can finish a season in a day. It is not that kind of show. No, you think it, I feel like when people talk about it, you think you're like sitting down to watch something like Friends or like How I Met Your Mother, but like it's not that. No. Yeah. You're watching a full movie. Oh yeah. Every episode. Yeah. But it's so wonderful. So good. (laughs) What are you listening to right now? Ooh, oh, what am I listening to? I'm I'm a Swifty. I'm like always listening to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to her right now. I'm also like, kind of, maybe regressing years and listening to a lot of like Olivia Rodrigo, yes. which like my high school age cousin told me she is listening to as well. So I'm like, we are one in the same. Everybody in my <laughs> office is a little embarrassed because we're like, we love that Olivia Rodrigo, yeah. but we're also like, are we even allowed to like her? <laughs> I know, I'm like, full grownups. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is this a space I'm allowed to be in? And I'm like, yes. shamelessly obsessed. Yeah. I don't think I can go to the concert. And if I did, I would stand at like the very yes. back. Oh, I would like find a seat. I would like yes. sit. Like I would I try could be to, in like, the nosebleeds and just like. Yeah, like I would disappear, <laughs> but I would be there. I would go. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What are you eating right now? It's soup season. Yes. I'm eating so much soup. Um, yeah, I've been making a lot of soups. Um, like a lot of oatmeal. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like. Are you a savory time. or a sweet oatmeal? Oh, sweet. Oh, yes. Yeah, like maple syrup on the oats, yep. all the fruit, yeah. yeah, chocolate chips. So only way it. to go. Yeah, I basically start the day with dessert. Dessert. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. What are you most scared of? Oh. Um, I'm scared of heights for sure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't know until I was like, 21 or something and went paragliding oh no or parasailing whatever when they toss you up in the sky and i was up there and i was like i hate it up here i hate it up here Mm -hmm. um please put me down and then i was just like sick on the boat the rest of the day are flights a problem no weirdly Uh i think i don't register that i'm up there like right it doesn't kind of just like you're on a bus Yeah, yeah and i feel like it's like someone else is in control of me but I'm in like a, if I'm in a height situation where like I could fall, right? Then I'm like nobody's in control. Yeah, I'm like, and I hate that. I'm clumsy. <laughs> I, this could go badly at any any point. On the opposite end, what are you most proud of? Um, I would say, I guess most recently, I am. I'm a runner, mm-hmm. and um, I just completed last week my third full marathon. <gasps> 
and it was my like best time yet and my goal time and that was a really long hard training process for this past marathon so that's probably something I'm like most proud of right now dang do you have is there like a marathon that you want to run so bad you can't stand it um, so this past marathon I ran was the New York City Marathon. Okay. And the marathon that I want to run so badly I can't stand it would be the Boston Marathon. Yeah. And my goal, you have to run a certain time to qualify to run the Boston Marathon. And I've been kind of chasing that time for the past few yeah. years. And finally last week I ran a qualifying time <gasps> for the Boston Marathon yes. at the New York City Marathon. So I'll get to run the Boston Marathon in 2025. So, so exciting. I'm excited. I used to live in New York City. Okay. And everybody's like, oh, because the everything about me is like, you're a runner. I'm absolutely <laughs> not. They would be like. It's not for everyone. Yeah. They'd be like, do you, did you ever go? And first of all, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I would go. But I would also have like a white claw. Oh, we yeah. would pass out like Girl Scout cookies. Yes. But that's so fun because I'll tell you when I was running it, like the crowd support yes. was the best part of it. Like reading everyone's signs. Like, and it is like it a great. community event. Like yes. everybody comes out. Even if you don't care at all, people yeah. are going to go. Yeah. You're, the streets are lined. Like it was Ugh. a blast. Like I said, like. It was hard, but, like, also, like, I had the time of my life out there. Yes. Like, I was just running, and it, like, went by so fast because I was just laughing at everyone's signs. Like, yes. Do you want to share your time? What was your time? Um, My time was three hours and 24 minutes. Oh, so. my gosh. Mm. Booking it. Who do you look up to? I look up to my mom Mm. i would say Mm -hmm. she is like a super mom um i have two older brothers and so there was three of us total and every single one we were a handful and a half um (laughs) but she was just awesome like she was such a champ like my mom never missed a sporting event of Uh. any of ours she never missed a dance recital like she was at everything and just like the best mom and like could juggle everything so well. So I'd say, like, her for sure. What's her name? Laura. Uh, Shout out, Laura. Yes, shout out, Laura. (laughs) (laughs) What are you most looking forward to other than Boston Marathon? (laughs) Um, I would say right now I'm most looking forward to going home for Thanksgiving next week. Yes. To see my family and see my two brothers. We all live kind of all over the place so we don't Mm. get to be together all that often so Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to all of us being together for at least a day and all the good food so like originally Ohio that's where the the hub is the hub where is everyone else um so my oldest brother is in Louisville which I I know I probably say that wrong but we're both not from here so we both both do Uh um but (laughs) my oldest brother is from or lives in Louisville and then my other brother lives in South Carolina right now okay and both parents are still in Ohio they are yeah the best just moving and grooving. They are. They're empty nesters. Why do you love our community? Ooh. I love our community because I feel that I really – people always ask me, I feel like this is going to sound silly, but, like, I did my undergrad in Chicago, and then I moved to Greece, and then I'll tell people, like, yeah, so I was living in Chicago, and then I was living in mm-hmm. Greece, and then I moved to Lexington, and they're like, huh? 
Right. Like, they're like, that yes. doesn't make sense. Grease <laughs> to Lexington is a big jump. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> explain your logic there. And I feel like the really unique thing about Lexington is Lexington's a really, like, nice size city. Yeah. It's not too big. It's not too small. And there's spaces for everyone here to find their little community pockets. Mm-hmm. And it's a really just, like, nice hybrid of... It's not too overwhelmingly big of a city, and it's not too small of a city, and I feel that everyone here is, like, kind of the best of everything and Mm -hmm. very, like, friendly and welcoming um, and easygoing, and I just feel like there's kind of, like, little pockets and spaces for everyone and every interest here, which is great. Mm. Why do you love yourself? Oh, wow, (laughs) the hard-hitting questions. Um... I think I would say I admire about myself that I think that I'm someone who can, like, I'm, pre- I'm a pretty dedicated and loyal mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. Um, whether that be to, like, the other people in my life. I really, like, the important people in my life I'm very loyal to and dedicated to, and also, like, if I have a project or a commitment, I think that I'm, like, pretty dedicated to those and willing to put my all into things and like see things through mm. thank you so much for being here thank this you. was so wonderful i'm so it's excited fun. for all of the things that are happening and when 2024 rolls around and like the the, the, the big stuff starts yeah. happening you think the sawdust now is a lot it's gonna be way. wild <laughs> yeah whenever the the opening happens let's have you back on here yes, and let's absolutely. chat about like future things that would yeah. be so fun no that would definitely be fun okay well thanks so much we will see you next time thank you thank you for having me of course bye, bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Do Good Radio Hour, brought to you by Bluegrass Community Foundation. We'll be back next week right here on Radio Lex, or you can listen to us anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at BGCFKY, or visit us at BGCF.org to stay up to date on all of the latest giving and do good opportunities in our community. Until next time, I'm Courtney Turner. Do good and be well. You are listening to the Do Good Radio Hour on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 LP FM Lexington. Our theme song is Happy Tune, written and performed by Brother Smith. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily the views of Radio Lex, its board of directors, or Bluegrass Community Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own and the guests'.